we really need to move forward and work with developers to produce secure software. And to do that, we need to use the unit testing tools they use, the integration tests they use, the, the continuous integration tests they use, because then they get immediate feedback as whether or not it works. Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, Improving the Security of Software. With support from the Nexus Community Project, supporting millions of open source developers worldwide. Additional support provided by CatScan from Proactive Risk. I'm Andrew Vanderstock. I am the project leader, or one of the project leaders, with Daniel Cuthbert and Jim Manico on the application security verification standard. Is that a flagship? Yes. What is it for people that don't know yet? The application security verification standard is a list of things that you should do if you're a developer or an architect, and things that you can verify if you're a tester or a pen tester or uh, a QA person. So it's documentation, it's not remediation, it's documentation. Correct. So it's a positive set of controls that's designed to produce secure software. Good. Who would use it? The developer, the security engineer? Who's going to use it? It should be used by architects and by lead developers to actually figure out what the functional and non-functional requirements are going to be. So right at the very first part of the actual application design. In agile planning, it should be used during the uh, sprints, uh, planning sprints. So then all the developers are involved in that choice. Once they actually start to code, they can actually use the ASVS to achieve the standard. Most coders today use either test-driven design or behavioural-driven design. Our tests, our verifications are designed to be testable, particularly at the lower levels like level one. We've got three levels. Level one is supposed to be automatically testable, and therefore unit tests and integration tests so to your answer is everybody along the chain can use the ASVS. We've actually seen it being adopted by government organisations in many countries as basically a procurement checklist, as a secure coding checklist. We've seen it being used by commercial companies to actually do as a set of uh, requirements that they build software around. Uh, in fact, the number of uses is actually really interesting, things we hadn't considered. It's interesting the way that you talk about it. The OWASP top 10 has almost become a standard by itself for people to compare almost a checklist. Yep. And then you're doing it this way. In, I, I know in broad terms, what is the main difference between the two that you guys have done? There are approximately 1,030 um, enumerated weaknesses, so CWEs. Mm -hmm. The top 10 describes 10 of them. We describe 155 things that you should do well. And for most people at level one, we describe 55 things that you should do well. The top 10 is basically an awareness piece. It's, uh, when I did the OWASP top 10 2007, I actually wrote into the foreword that it's not a standard. It should not be used as a standard. It's an awareness and an education piece. Unfortunately, because it is 10 things, people have chosen to use it because it's... We've done 10 things, we're secure. But it's not true because it's missing things like business logic flaws and access control. 
I talked to you and your team in San Francisco yeah. during AppSec. What's happened since then? For the ASVS project itself, we've received quite a fair amount of, it of feedback from people actually using it, which is fantastic. That's led to issues being created in uh, GitHub, which then I've just resolved in the last uh, few days. So Jim Manico and I have just done some training, which we might expand into a little bit, but fundamentally we also, because we saw every single requirement in that training, we had a little discussion about whether or not it was a good thing. You went through all 155? Yes. And how was that received? I saw the room. You had a good-sized room. Excellent. The training feedback was very good. I annoyed the demo gods. Almost none of my demos worked. I had one piece of feedback that said I wasn't prepared, which I was, I was very amused about. Yes, I wasn't prepared for every demo to fail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that said, the feedback I got from everybody else was fantastic. Does that mean that they can actually take something back and implement it to their company when they say that? Yeah, and actually we've got the training videotaped, which we'll actually put up onto the OWASP training platform soon. The slides are already up on GitHub. And so people can actually, whoever attended that course or whoever watches it online, can take that training and give it to their own people. I was in on the session a little bit in the last three days. It's a high-def recording. Mm. You, you know, you had the sound. It looks like you had a professional recording going on. Right? Yeah, well, it, it did cost us a bit, but it was worth it because it means that that material is then available to everybody. This is normally stuff that will cost an attendee you know, $2,500 per person to do a course. Mm -hmm. And for an organization with, say, 50 developers, that's a lot of money. And they can get it for free very soon. That's awesome. Is that going to be on the, housed on the OWASP site? Or it's going to be? We're still working out the training platform itself. It's an education um, strategic goal, is to have a, an education platform. Mm -hmm. And we need to put more things onto that platform. Now, we've, we've currently got uh, Citrix GoTo training, but I don't know that anything's on there right now. Um, so it may end up on our YouTube, it may end up on the wiki just as a bunch of MP4 files. I'm not sure how it's going to work right now, um, but I do know that it's the beginning of a good thing. It sounds like one of your goals for the coming year. Mm. So let's say by the time that I see you in D.C. coming yeah. up in the fall, what do you hope to accomplish in that time period? Um, I want to make sure that the translations, I'm aware of the Japanese translation of uh, version 3 is complete. 301, I gave it to the gentleman who actually did the translation. Is um, that Rio and his team? Um, there was another gentleman who was in my training yesterday. Um, I've, unfortunately, I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, so sorry. Um, but he's uh, done the version 3.0 and because there's only a number of small changes between 3.0 and 3.01 it won't be long before the Japanese translation is available and that's going to be huge because in the same way that I don't speak Japanese a lot of Japanese don't speak English and so having information that's going to be available to them in a language that they understand is going to be massive and that's what I want I want everybody to be able to access this it's a lofty goal. Is mm. your expectation that this is going to have global distribution? For example, the web services uh, section of the ASVS came from a tax department of a European country. So yes, is the answer. We are seeing it being adopted by very many people and uh, companies all over the world. We've uh, got a heavy adoption in Japan. We've got a heavy adoption in, well, in Australia. I've actually made it fairly common amongst the banks. And so they will often ask for ASVS pen tests rather than OWASP top 10 pen tests. So people are building automated testing suites against what you've got? 
well, that's my day job, and yes is the answer because I've done that. Okay. I don't really want to plug my company in a OWASP setting, but yes is the answer, and that's the way of the future. Doing pen tests is done. We really need to move forward and work with developers to produce secure software. And to do that, we need to use the unit testing tools they use, the integration tests they use, the, the continuous integration tests they use, because then they get immediate feedback as whether or not it right. works. You know, my pet peeve is A9 components with known vulnerabilities. Do you guys handle that at all? Yes, it's in section 19. Um, we have a section there for making sure that everything's up to date so that the we encourage people to use the continuous integration server to run something like OWASP Dependency Checker or mm -hmm. something similar like retire.js if you're doing uh, Angular development or similar. We want people to make sure that they have no known vulnerabilities. We're not asking them to have a perfect score. We just want to make sure that they're continuously linking with the best. How are you recommending then monitoring a component once it's in the application? That should be the job of the continuous integration server. So if you're using a language that has a dependency checker or has a commercial tool that does that for you... So it's continuously monitoring. Yeah, when the build. CVE comes out, it's going to notify. Well, I would expect that something... I'm going to mention a commercial tool here, okay. Sonotype. I'm expecting those tools to actually come back and say there's a new version of this available, and then that would be a blocker. I'm not saying there should be a blocker if you're going to CVE. Because there's plenty of stuff that has CVEs but no fix. You can't expect uh, yeah, yeah. you can't expect a developer to go and fix Angular when the product is over here. Anything else you want to cover about the project? I think it's going to be exciting. We're actually starting to think about what could be in version four, and so I want to use the project summit at AppSec USA this year and the project summit at AppSec EU next year to actually work on version 4. So I'm asking for people who've got good ideas, things that they're already doing with the ASVS but they want extensions. We've thought about some of the things that we might extend to, like for example we might want to bring in more infrastructure stuff. We've actually been asked many times could we actually introduce an infrastructure level. Wow. I've always thought that might be a little bit too far for an application security standard but you know what, we sit on top of that infrastructure. I don't know what that looks like right now, but I'm very interested to find out. Um, so I want people to think about how they use the ASVS and what would make it better for them. And let's talk about whether that gets into version 4. I have to warn you. I talked with Gary about Belfast and AppSec EU, and it is the home of Game of Thrones. Excellent. And it is the place where they built the Titanic. Mm. So they've got a whole museum built on it. There's going to be a lot of distractions. Mm. <laughs> when we get there. Mm. It would be interesting to see how your project could align with Game of Thrones to see if there's some kind of alignment there. I hope that it's like Game of Thrones, the next season, is broadcast before I arrive in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> there's no guarantee that I'll be re-elected to the board. I actually am standing for a re-election this year. I hope I'm re-elected. Um, but I will make best efforts to be it there, even if I'm not re-elected. So in terms of Game of Thrones, I'd, I honestly think we're trying to make things better here and not be competitive. We're not, we're not a competitor to the OWASP Top 10. We're not a competitor to um, the other standards like that. Mm -hmm. we're, we're here to build. We're in the builder committee, and we're trying to get into that developer focus. So it's different to much of what we do at OWASP. When you look at what you're doing, and I've asked every project this, 
Is it for the complete gamut from developer up to the C-level suite, or are you no. completely focused on what layer? We're basically focused on people who code. We're focused on people who test that code uh, and pen testers. We're not trying to, at the moment, we're not trying to say how you build secure software. We're not trying to say uh, this is how you fund secure software. We're not doing that. We're assuming that you're a team of developers and testers and security professionals who want to produce secure software and like a pilot that lands a plane, they know how to land a plane, but they use a checklist just to make sure they've remembered everything. That's where we want to be. Do you keep up with the, the rugged software movement and what Shannon Leitz is doing with DevSecOps? I do a, a little bit of that because realistically that's what I've changed my company's uh, approach from being a pen testing firm to being an agile SDLC security firm. Mm-hmm. Obviously what they're trying to do is get resilient software engineering, which is fantastic, right. and I'm always supportive of that. I'm working on getting Shannon to come and talk at AppSec because I think it would be a great message for mm-hmm. everybody here. It'd be lovely if, um, in the same way that WASC and OWASC came together a few years ago, if Rugged could come back. Um, I think many of the people inside the OWASC community are also in the Rugged community, and I think our aims are very, very similar. You have been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host, Mark Miller, and music provided by the George Cole Quintet. With support from the Nexus Community Project, supporting millions of open source developers worldwide. Additional support provided by CatScan from Proactive Risk.